to Totalus Rankium. This week, Gordian won. Welcome to Roman Empress Talus Rankium. I am Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all the emperors from Augustus to Augustus. Episode 29, Gordian 1. Gordian 1, yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything about Gordian? I know they don't last very long, or he doesn't last very long. No, he doesn't. I mentioned a an uprising in Africa last week, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. very briefly. Yeah. That's them. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to go into a... Because they want to declare... Cause, were they senators as well? We're going to that. All right. We will. Okay. What I didn't mention, I don't think I did, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I think I got too excited about the start of the crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to mention, it's actually also the start of the year of the six emperors. Oh, okay. Did I mention that? No. No, you got the year of the four emperors. Right. Then you got the year of the five, sort of, actually three emperors. Yeah. And then you've got the year of the six emperors. Brilliant. So an average of two months. <laughs> yeah. And this one, you do actually have six emperors. We will cover oh. all six of them. Oh, fantastic. We already covered Thrax. Yeah. And today, we're going to cover in two ep- separate episodes released this weekend, Gordian 1 and Gordian 2. Yes. Yes. And you've already heard of the third one. No, the fourth one but you don't know who it is yet, and there are two that you don't know about. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right. Before we start, also, in the Historia Augusta, you're frantically looking for your notes trying to figure out who that is, aren't you? Yep. Yes, you are. You'll find out. Okay. You'll find out next week. <laughs> right. Damn. The Historia Augusta rolls all three Gordians into one. There are three. There are three. Yes, oh. so that's another one of the emperors that we're covering. Okay. Gordian three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. It says this, and I quote, It had been my plan, Reverend Augustus, to follow the example of many writers, to present each separate emperor to your clemency, each in a separate book. For I have either seen for myself that many writers have done this, or I have so understood from my reading. It did not seem proper, however, either to perplex your piety with a multitude of books, or to expand my labour on many volumes. In other words, these two are so useless, (laughs) I'm not even going to give them a proper chapter in the Historia Augusta. Fantastic. (laughs) Let's rank these, then. (laughs) Let's rank these. We are giving them separate episodes, however. Of course. They're going to be a little bit shorter. That's right. But we will see. Right. Let's have a quick recap from last week. What happened with Thrax? He died. Yes, he did. A bit more detail. So, last week, um, he was executed... No, bridge. Built a bridge. Fed up. Parthian soldier. Other soldiers. What's the... What? (laughs) I see your notes come in really handy. Give up, nah. Siege! Wall! That was it. Executed officers. They just rebelled because he treated them really badly, weren't they? And they killed him. Yes, yeah, so we had Thrax came in charge. He was yeah. the warrior emperor that the army desperately wanted. But it turned out they didn't want him that much. No. They turned against him. Yeah, because he was a bit strict, wasn't he? He was. So, let's go back in time to the birth of Gordian One. <laughs> Born Marcus Antonius Gordianus... Sempronianus. That's a long name. Yes, it is. But it's hard to say as well. It is. It's almost as if that took me several attempts. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't. Got it in one. Yeah. Yeah, Not right. <laughs> um, he was possibly born in 159. Possibly. Possibly. Amazingly, that is when Antoninus Pius is the emperor. 
Antoninus Pius. Oh yes, that's how long ago. Isn't he in my latter of the book? Yes, he probably Marcus is. Marcus Aurelius, Lucius Verus. Yes, that's before that. Antoninus, he's at the beginning of this book. The beginning of that book. <clears throat> wow, I almost when, when did we do his episode? 22nd. <clears throat> 22nd of the 8th. Yeah. <clears throat> Two months ago. That's a long time ago. So that's when he was born, right at the end of Antoninus Pius's rule. His father, as back to Gordianus here, may have been Marcius Morellus. Mm. Maybe not. We'll find out. <laughs> well, we won't. No, we won't. No one really knows. No. If it was him, he was possibly a descendant of the Gracchi brothers, who I believe I briefly mentioned in Bacchus Groundus. They if sound I familiar. Didn't you them. then? That's a shame. Very interesting. Um, pair of brothers tried their hardest to get rights for the plebs. Uh, ended up being murdered for trying to do it. Because of what they did, it led way for Marius and Sulla to do what they did, yeah. which led the way to Pompey the Great and Julius Caesar, which led to Augustus. Oh. So, yeah. You can trace a dotted line back to them, definitely. Yeah, yeah. His mother may have been Ulpia Gordiana. However, this is only based on the Historia Augusta, and there is no other evidence that this woman existed whatsoever. So there's a chance that Brilliant. she's completely made up. But if she, he is real, she was possibly a descendant of Trajan. Oh, so okay. a prestigious family, this. Yeah, yeah, doing well for themselves. Yeah. We can deduce that the family were very rich, and um, they used their prestige to their fullest advantage. Oh, you would, wouldn't you? You would. According to the Historia Augusta, Gordian wrote poetry as a young man. And this poetry survived up until the 4th century at least. Because mm. those drunk men in the pub writing the Historia <clears> Augusta <throat> claim that they still had copies of the poems. Of course they did, but they couldn't be bothered for them now. No, no, no. couldn't be bothered. Yeah, I had it, but, you know, uses a beer map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you spilled beer on the poems. Oh, well, leave it out, leave it out. Let me, let me wipe it with this cloth. Oh, I've ripped it. Oh, what was... You just rubbed his wife's name out. Oh, we'll make one up. It's fine. It's got you on it, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that is definitely how it was written. Mm. Yeah. There's also a suggestion that he wasn't only a poet, he was also an historian, and he wrote oh. histories on the lives of the Antonines. It's a bit like uh, Claudius. He did that. Yes, he? he did do that. He, he did. Historical yeah. documents. He got in trouble for writing something a bit too real once. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is why we are a little bit liberal with the truth sometimes. Oh, yeah. We don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. From the powers that be. Yeah. <laughs> So as Gordian grew up, so did his prestige as an orator. He would speak at the Athenaeum, if I'm pronouncing that ah. correctly. That was an auditorium built by Hadrian for poets and public speakers to perform. That's nice. So just this place where all the poets could turn up and perform. Performance poetry? Yeah. Oh, bongos. I think they're bongos. Lots of people wearing black. The smoke clinging to the walls, yeah. even though it's an open air auditorium, it's still somehow clinging to the walls. What, what's that film? Have you seen it? Mike Myers plays a character. As in the murderer? No, no, the, oh, the I actor. I think it's Halloween. Um, and and he, he does performance poetry with bongos behind him about his girlfriend, and he meets another woman. It was so bad, I can't remember the name. I of have it. honestly no idea. But that's what I'm thinking. Just okay. with a little black beret on. <laughs> yeah, black beret. Bongos, lots of people saying love. Is it shock? Ah. Dun, 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 dun. Loving in life, life is loving. So deep, man. So dun, dun, deep. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. So for that, lots of people having merry cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Perfectly legal back then. Though. Yeah, been fine. As it's now in California. Congratulations. <laughs> Won't be for long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so, he spent his time doing performance poetry down yeah. at the jazz bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, he then started climbing the Cursus Honorum. So that's where you become like a... Yes. You get higher and higher in rank. Yeah, it, it comes. It essentially means the course of honour. It's what you were okay. supposed to do as an aristocrat. Okay. You were meant to climb that ladder, become the consul. He soon became Adar, and he put on 12 games during his year of office. That's one a month at his own oh. expense. So he was obviously oh, wow. very rich. These games involved 1,000 gladiators, Ooh. hundreds of lions, and 1,000 bears... I like just think cool. it was one-on-one -on -one bear v gladiator. Oh, lions were like the referees. Wouldn't you see the bear as the referee? Because the bear could like grab the lion off. Uh, true, but there's not many lions. Or a really scared gladiator being the referee between a bear and a lion. Ah, oh, that could work. <laughs> that could work. You hear the shaking of his armour. <laughs> yeah. So, lots of really good games that everyone was loving. One of these hunts was captured in a mosaic. Possibly. This might be made <laughs> up. But we don't know what it is, what it looks like, or where it will... Oh, no, 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 we do. It do was it? put up in Gordian's house. And Gordian oh. lived in the house of Pompey. That's where... The house that Pompey the Great built. Yeah. Since then, it's been lived in by Mark Antony and Tiberius mm. and many other rich people. Is that like emperors? 47 Pompey Street. Yes. East Rome. So that's where he lived. And yeah. this huge mosaic was put up there. I'd like to think the mosaic was like created when the games were going on to capture that live action element. Or slightly blurred. Yeah. <laughs> like a really bad photographs of blurred yes. tiles. Can you stay still, please? I'm trying to put the mosaic together. I can't help it, he's biting my arm off. <laughs> he's got my face. <laughs> yeah. Sort of dripping blood. <laughs> maybe maybe it's like going back to the jazz performance poetry thing, it's more sort of abstract. Maybe it just is. Just the black tiles black tiles. <laughs> With a yes. red one in the middle. Like walking around the Tate Modern. Yeah, yes. Yes, that's probably what it was. Ooh, well, apparently the picture contained 200 stags, 30 wild horses, 10 elks, 100 bulls, 300 ostriches, 100 sheep, <laughs> 200 goats, and 30 asses. Imagine getting all them to pose. Yeah, that would be tricky. Ooh. I feel sorry for the sheep. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there they are with these stags and wild horses and bears and lions and poor sheep. Meh. What are they going to do? Maybe so they were battle sheep. Ooh. Maybe they were. Like battle sheep. Yeah. yeah. Battle use. We'll use these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It was, a, it was a good mosaic. People yeah. were very impressed with it. Yeah. At some point, he became married and had two children. One son. What did he name them? Well, his son was called Marcus Antonius Gordianus Sepronius. Sepronius. <laughs> I'll just edit how I pronounce it the first time round yeah. and splice it in there. It'll be fine. Yeah, the same name as him. Okay. Yeah, Gordian II, we will call him. <laughs> yes. And a daughter called Marcia Faustina. We don't know his wife's name. People writing the Historiogus. Well, it's probably Marcia Faustina. Okay, probably. Yeah. There we go. That is his early night life, what we know of it. Okay. That is it. Bearing in mind we know more about Gordian 1 than we do about Gordian 2. Oh dear. Yes. <laughs> okay. Consulship. He became a consul with Caracalla in 213. 
Ooh, so he must have been trusted then, because he was a bit of a hard nut, wasn't he? He was a hard nut, um, and to be console with the Emperor was a huge honour. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. He apparently had a very successful console ship, and he put on loads of different games than the ones I've already mentioned. That even surpassed the Imperial games. Really? I'm guessing they were the biggest games. That seems dangerous to me when it's Cavacola. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Brave. <laughs> Brave man. Yeah. But then you also don't want rubbish games, because that might displease him. Oh, it would just be walking on eggshells the whole time with Caracalla, wouldn't it? Yeah, because, yeah, what would you do? It's like, do I make them better than his? Do I make them worse? No. Do I make them the same? No, and then That's accuse me of copying. Oh. oh, no. <laughs> I tell you what, I'll go out there and just kill myself. <laughs> That's what we'll do for the game. <laughs> Hopefully he'll like it. Yeah. Just as you're fading to black, you just see a scowl on his face. No! <laughs> I've disappointed him! <laughs> Or is that just his normal look? It's hard to tell. <laughs> right. He purchased many fast horses to make sure the races were as good as they could be. So he gave all the uh, the teams new horses just to make them better. That was how, nice of him. So how, how would you check? Obviously, you just watch it run, but... Well, I see how fast are horses. Yeah. Chase them. With a lion. Yeah, that's a good point. You've got plenty of them hanging around, them, apparently. Yeah, big predator. Yeah, that would work. Circus Maximus, let a lion out. Whichever horse gets back, you get to keep. And you get a very slightly nervous horse. <laughs> yes, you do. From Thrax's horse sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor horses. Yeah. It's not a good time for them. Yeah. Okay. Once Alexander was the emperor, he took a new job. The governor of Africa. Gordian was apparently held in very high esteem by the senate and the emperor at this point. He pleased everyone. He was a people pleaser. That's the people good. loved him. The senate loved him. The emperor loved him. It's an all-round good egg. Yes, yeah, well, Everyone's so, huh? happy. He is quite old at this point. He's about 80. Wow. Yes. That's very old. He was born and back in the Antoninus Pius. That's true. He's, He's been through how many emperors? <laughs> oh, quite One, a few. Two, how many would that be? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, between Commodus, eleven, twelve. Twelve. He's been through twelve emperors. And he hasn't learned that I'm not going to be emperor. Oh, well, you'll see. <laughs> you will. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's old. He goes off to Africa. At this point, he loves nothing more than reading books, chilling out. So a nice, calm relaxing. lifestyle. Yeah, that's what he enjoys. Nice tea. Yeah. According to the Historia Augusta, Alexander says this to the Senate. You could have done nothing more pleasing or agreeable to me, conscript fathers, than to send Antoninus Gordian as proconsul to Africa, for he is well-born, high-minded, eloquent, just, moderate, and virtuous. Aww. Only this is Alexander, so it would have been more, You could have done nothing more pleasing or agreeable to me. <laughs> so He is well good, isn't it, blood? <laughs> he was young. He was young. Impressionable. Yeah. yeah. So he, he was pleased. Everyone's pleased. Everyone's happy. Yeah. So what could go wrong, Rob? What could go wrong? That quote, by the way, is made up. There's no way that happened. Yeah, of course not. It's from the story Augusta, but yeah. you get the point. Yeah. Yeah. He was also well-received in Africa. All the people loved his rule. Isn't he a great guy? He is. He's... Isn't he lovely? So there he is. He's in Africa. He's living a life without harming anyone else, apart from all the animals. Yeah. Yeah, but who cares about them? We're going to get more lions. Yeah. He takes his son with him to help out, because he's old by this point. He's not actually really going to do any ruling over there. He's just... It's semi-retirement for him. So Gordian 2 is yeah. going to run Africa whilst he relaxes. However... 
the Historia Augusta says, but all his virtuous behaviour profited him nothing. For this old man worthy of respect to such a life had made him, who passed his days with Plato, Aristotle, Cicero and Virgil, finally suffered an end other than he deserved. Oh, so he's getting a bad ending then. Yes. Ooh. No one wants an end other than what you deserve. Foreboding. Irony bell. Yes. For right. gong. 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 Foreboding gong. Maybe. That's what we need. Right. Let's let's look at Africa a bit. A bit of background on the African province here. It was largely peaceful. It took up the place roughly of modern-day Libya, and it was essentially the area that the old Carthaginians ruled. Yeah. Do you remember Bacchus ground us, the Punic Wars? Yes. Yes. Pointy bits of boats hitting flat bits of boats. Yeah, big spiky bits of wood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah plank of wood with an nail on the end. That's it. All that stuff was yeah. going on. Carthaginians were there. Well, now it's firmly part of the Roman Empire and has been for some hundred years. There was always some fighting in the region because of the desert nomads, but there's nothing compared to the barbarians of the north or the Persian-slash-Parthians in the east. Generally seen as a good place to be the governor. Low risk, high rewards, go over there, steal some money, go back home. Job's good. All good. A few lions. Yeah. Gordian was in the palace, eating grapes, relaxing. And then 238 hits the year of the six emperors. The wealthy region had begun to be terrorised by an agent of Maximinus. Remember, Maximinus is the emperor at this point. Yes. Yes, but he's up north fighting the barbarians. (laughs) However, one of Maximinus' men had come down to Africa to get some money. Remember, he's desperate for money, is Maximus. Yes, he's all the rich people. Give me money! So this man would send a note around all the richest people in the province (laughs) saying that they owed Maximinus a certain amount of money. Or they would have to face trial. Trial would depend on the person. It was always made up. Or if not made up, at least very suspect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fines were so heavy that many became completely impoverished, lost everything. Wow. Pretty much out on the streets. From being the the elite of the province to literally nothing. They were being stripped of everything. Eventually, the youth of the wealthy had had enough. And they asked for three days to collect the money, but they didn't spend those three days collecting money. What did they do? You tell me. Um, Build up an army or followers. Yes, not an army, it's followers at this point. They got in a room and they said, look, this can't go on. We've got to do something. And they decided, as all good murder plots go like, they (laughs) needed to do some stabby-stabby. Yes. That's what they needed to do. So they plotted to kill the agent of Maximinus. They went off on the third day with daggers under their cloaks. The meeting was in a public place, and in the crowd, unknown to the agent of Maximinus, Mm. were men loyal to the African wealthy men. Oh dear. And they were all armed with hoes and hatchets and other farming instruments. Did you see this coming at all? Who, the agent? Yeah. Um, no. No, the agent comes along and says, where's my money? (laughs) Give me my money. Now, this man has... Soldiers around him. Yeah. So we need to. He's yeah. He obviously needs some soldiers. He's there to just bully the entire province into giving the emperor some cash. So he thinks he's safe. He walks up casual like to mm. the wealthy youth, and they fall on him, stabbing <laughs> him to death. The soldiers were shocked, but then realise, oh, this is our job. Let's go and kill the people who have killed the person we're meant yeah. to be protecting. At this point, all of the crowd turn on the soldiers Ooh. and hack them to death with their hose. 
Ooh. if that's possible. Imagine being hoed to death. Oh, well, it's quite. It's designed to dig into the ground and move soil, isn't oh. it? So in your head. Nasty. Ooh. Nasty. Yeah. So, Maxim Minister's men were dead. Province free. Brilliant. All good. Yeah. What do you think the biggest worry is going to be on these men's mind? They're going to send a lot of people to get revenge. Yeah. They they celebrate and they party and then <laughs> one person puts their hand up and goes, do you think anyone's going to be annoyed with us about this? And everyone looks at each other and goes, well, So then they carry on partying, but the mood just drops just a little bit. Yeah. People, you know... Conversation sort of stop a bit. Everyone's just standing around awkwardly. A couple of people start going, I, I think I might go home. Yeah. It's a great party, but I've got to be up early in the morning. Yeah, travelling far, far <laughs> away. You just end up with like the ringleaders sitting together, sipping a weird cocktail. They don't even know what's in it anymore. None of them feeling drunk. No, they're just not even what, talking. Just staring what have them. we done? We are all going to die. <laughs> yeah. I have a family. So, one of the more forward-thinking of them yeah. comes up with a plan. Yes. Proactive. Let's not wait here yeah. for Maximinus to come and kill us all. Yeah, let's hide. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to survive this. There's only two ways. One is to hide. Yeah. They don't want to hide. No. They want their money and they want their rich lives. So, mm. what they're going to have to do is stage a coup. Ooh, they're going to have to overthrow Maximinus. But none of them can do it. No. None of them are emperor material. No. Can you think of anyone who might be emperor material nearby? Because they need someone that hasn't really got much to lose. Someone who's well-liked by the people. Yeah, but aged maybe. Yeah, so, wise learners. So they can be replaced if they're not great. The Senate like them. Yes. Yeah, so they all sit around. Maybe someone's been consul in the past. Yeah, maybe someone like that. And they can't think of anyone. No. They're just there scratching their heads. Yeah. Mm. Meanwhile, in Gordian's house, the 80-year-old... Is eating his sprouts and reading philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Unknown to him, there was a movement rapidly growing. <clears throat> I'm not talking about his digestion. <laughs> He's 80. There, there probably was <laughs> a movement yes. rapidly growing. But there's also a movement out in the streets rapidly growing, yeah. saying that he should be the emperor. So I will quote the Historia Augusta. This is a speech given by one of the rich youths, probably near the end of the party to try and rally everyone again. Let us give thanks to the immortal god, citizens, that we have been given a chance, and truly a needed one, of protecting ourselves against this madman, Maximinus. We have slain a tax-gatherer of his, one patterned after himself in character and conduct, and unless we make an emperor of our own, we are lost. Wherefore, since not far off there was a man of noble blood, a proconsul, and with him his son, a consular legate, both of whom that pest has threatened with death, we shall hail them as emperors, if it please you, taking the purple from the standards and giving them their proper trappings to make them secure by Roman law. Whereupon everyone else in the party suddenly looks really cheerful. Good idea. Ah, that's brilliant. Didn't think of that. And they said, it is good. It is right. Gordian Augustus, may the gods keep you safe. Rule happily. Rule with your son. So what, He's not then, actually here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's not. No, that's, that's Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon's just there going, oh, me? <laughs> no, <laughs> not me. Gord- Gordian. Oh. Right. Mm. So. To his house! To his house! So they all jump up yeah. and 
Carry their drinks with them. Yeah, or in their red cups. Yeah. Red party cups. Yeah, some banners. Them, yeah, some of them still got their party hats on and streamers flying over their shoulders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To his house, and they all rush off. And then someone else goes, wrong way, and then they all rush back. Yeah. It's just like a scene they stop, where they go stop off to get another drink. Yeah. Um, carry on. Oh, no, <laughs> either way. Up we go. But eventually, they make it to Gordian's house, and they knock politely on the door. Hello. Hello. Man opens the door. Whole bunch of them there. <laughs> it's Gordian one in. <laughs> yeah. Gordian one. That's not his title. <laughs> Why are you saying that for? <laughs> well. Yeah. The the butler tries to close the door, but they do the old foot in the door trick. Oh, Ooh, they sounded like hurt though. Oh yeah. You got to be careful Crunch. with that. Ooh. Ow. One of them does that. Falls to the floor screaming. <laughs> the rest burst in, <laughs> and they find Gordian. <laughs> Took one from the team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They find Gordian reclining on his couch, having his bowel movements. <laughs> and I quote, They girt him straight away with the purple. That sounds painful. <laughs> it does sound painful, doesn't it? That's the second time someone has girt someone in, in our podcast. I do like it. They girt him straight away with the purple, but he would have none of it, and cast himself on the ground. And they lifted him up, still refusing. No, no, <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, so he was just crying, leave me alone, leave me alone, as yeah. they wrapped him up in this big purple sheet. I'm an old man. <laughs> leave me alone. Get out of my house. Try to eat my sprouts. <laughs> no, you're going to be emperor. Quick, wrap him up, lads. But I need a poo. <laughs> Gordon wanted nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. No. He was old. He was enjoying life. He was out of politics. He did not want to be the leader of a, of a revolt. No. The conspirators replied, that's probably the same guy who rallied them at the, the party that was flagging. Yeah. Death awaits you this very day if you decide against us and refuse to join us. Um, <laughs> to which Gordian went, oh. <laughs> well, if you put it that way. But he carried on. And we shall die ourselves, if need be, after we have killed you. We have done a deed which calls for even more desperate measures. The tyrant's procurator is dead, having paid the penalty for his savagery. Death is at our hands. If you join us and share our peril, you will enjoy the honour of being emperor. And the deed which we have done will be praised, not punished. In a thousand years, you'll be recorded in a podcast. <laughs> you will be known as... The useless one. <laughs> but it's better than Jim over here. Who? Exactly. <laughs> oh. He's on the floor with his really bad foot. Yeah. Uh. Well, no one remember me. No, Jim. They won't. <laughs> yeah. So, Gordian thinks, it, thinks things through. Die now. Yeah. Die when Maximilus finds out about me. Decides to go for the latter. Yeah, buy a bit of time. Yeah. Large crowds by this point have gathered round the house, and Gordian and, much to his surprise, Gordian's son, mm. were declared joint emperors. So why do they... Why do you think they gave his son it as well? Did why do you think? A, is it because he's old? Yeah. He was a bit stronger? Gordian 1 has the better fame. Mm. Gordian 2... He's probably 60 himself. ...is able to walk yeah. and say things without yeah. mumbling. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you kind of need both. Yeah. All through Africa, statues of Maximinus are torn down and Gordian is given the name Africanus. Not because he's seen as conquering the Africans. It's uh, because he was meant to be descended from Scipio Africanus. The kangaroo. Yes, <laughs> the kangaroo. Yeah. Um, 
Letters were sent off to Rome to inform the Senate that the true emperors were the Gordians. Okie dokie. How do you think the, uh, the Senate took that? Yes! yes please! please. God, yes. Anyone but Maximus. <laughs> yeah, it took about ten days for the letter to reach the Senate. It was carried by a man who worked for Gordian. We don't know his name, but we've got a description. A bold and physically powerful man, in the prime of youth, was eager to risk any danger for his emperor. So who could he be? The emperor we don't know about? No, no, it's not. We literally don't know his name. Oh. I want a name for him, because we're going to refer to him for a while. Okay, it needs to be quite a tough name. Yeah. Uh, Cyril. Cyril, okay. So Cyril goes off with this letter to Rome, telling the Senate that the Gordians are in charge. Senate, yeah. like you say, were overjoyed that someone was taking a stand against Maximinus, especially as that person was Gordian. Mm. They all love Gordian. He's great. He puts on the crazy games and the yeah. mosaics and gets horses eaten by lions to speed mm. them up and everything. The letter was read in the Senate, and it promised a reign of clemency and a promise of gifts to the general population. Yeah. And some good news as well. And some good news. I've got some good news for you. Oh, yeah? Remember uh, Jeff the Elder? Yeah. He's just been made a senator. Oh, has he? Yeah. Jeff's been made a senator. He's retired from the army. He's now a, a senator. It's a bizarre promotion, but I suppose chaotic times. Well, yeah, people don't yeah. know what's going on. Okay, so Jeff is in the Senate when yeah. this is read out. His son Jeff is in the army. Right, okay. Good. Jeff probably even read it out. Oh, possibly. Meanwhile, whilst Jeff's listening to this letter, or yeah. reading this letter in the Senate, Cyril, the man who delivered the letter, yes. wanders off to the Praetorian camp. Ooh. Ooh. Letters and Praetorian camps again. Here we go. Dangers afoot. He's got urgent news. He's heard a rumour that people are plotting to kill Maximinus. <gasps> a fairly big rumour. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to say it's true. Yeah. It's more just news. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. He was shown into the Praetorian Prefect's office. Now, the Praetorian Prefect at the time was Vitalianus, and he was a loyal Maximinus supporter. He'd been put in place by Maximinus Thrax yeah. to keep an eye on Rome. As Vitalianus opened the roll addressed to him, Cyril stabbed him to death. What? Yes. Wow. As I quote, handing him the dispatches, they drew their daggers. Cyril had some guards with them. <laughs> yeah. They drew their daggers while he was examining the seals and stabbed him to death. Then, holding their daggers ready for action, they sprang from the house. Those who were present drew back in astonishment, thinking that Maximinus had ordered the murder. For he often did this sort of thing, even <laughs> those who seemed to be his most intimate friends. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Stab. Uh, Maximinus told me to do it. Bye. <laughs> and Cyril legged it. And everyone just went, that pesky emperor. Oh, dear. <laughs> Always kidding his friends. <laughs> oh, let's get the body out of the way. Yeah. So this this was a clever little plot by Gordian. Yeah. Get rid of the Praetorian Prefect in one quick stabbing. Rome is his. Gordian has Rome. The Senate are behind him. Mm. It makes it very easy for the Senate to agree with the letter. I quote again. This is what Jeff said in the Senate. Conscript fathers. The two Gordians, father and son, both ex-consuls, one of them your proconsul, and the other now your legate, has been declared emperors by a great assembly in Africa. Let us give thanks, then, to the young men of Thydrus. That's the rich men who yeah. did the killing. And thanks also to the ever-loyal people of Carthage. They have freed us from that savage monster, that wild beast. 
Why do you hear me with quaking? Why do you not look around? Why do you delay? This is what you have always hoped for. Maximinus is our enemy. The gods shall now bring it to pass that we may now cease to be, and that we with joyful hearts may enjoy the happy sagacity of the elder Gordian, the intrepid virtue of the younger. Whoever shall kill the public enemies shall get a reward. Ooh. So let's kill Thrax now. So Maximinus declared a public enemy, and his agents in Rome are purged. Ooh, purgy. Yeah. You remember last week we talked about how Rome was becoming quite tense? Yes. (laughs) And uh, all these people were going around confiscating things left, right, and centre. Yep. Yeah. All those people doing the confiscating were arrested. If they were lucky... Because the general population took the arrest order to mean you're allowed to do whatever you want to these people. Brilliant. So they did. They were beaten in the streets and ripped limb from limb. Oh. Yeah, nasty. Extreme. Yeah. This is when, a few days later, Maximinus finds out that he's now enemy of the state and he throws a bit of a wobbly. Yeah. What? Yeah, a yeah. bit of a wobbler. Don't know if that phrase is in America or Australia. Yes. Having a bit of a hissy fit. I think it is in America, because you got wobblers, and they were a bit like um, the people in France, saboteurs. Ah, okay. Yes. So I think it comes from that. There's, there's a song called The Wobble in America as well. Is the Wobble, baby, wobble, yeah. Yeah. And your also, some of their bridges wobble over there. That's true. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It translates. It does. All good. Right. Let's zoom back over to Africa, shall we? Let's see what's going on over there. (laughs) By this time, news has spread that Gordian has been accepted by the Senate. However, there was a small but rather important flaw in this whole plan. They're in Africa. That's part of it. And the people might not like him. Oh, no, the people love him. All right. They're happy. Um, He has no real power. The Praetorian Guard. Not Praetorian Guard, but you're close. The army. Because they love Thrax, don't they? Probably the ones that fought with him. The army is definitely the problem. The province of Africa doesn't have one. Oh dear. It is such a peaceful province, they don't need any legion stationed there. Not to worry. There's a legion stationed right next door in Numidia. Numidia, and I quote, This province was defended by garrison camps, so located as to prevent the marauding raids by the large number of Moorish barbarians surrounding it. So you had quite a lot of armed forces in Numidia. Yeah. So that's fine. Gordian's got armed troops nearby. Yeah, it'd be absolutely fine. However, Numidia is being ruled at the moment by a man named Capellianus. Capellianus. Yeah. That would be alright if it wasn't for the fact that Capellianus was a firm Maximinus supporter, and most importantly, hugely disliked Gordian personally, because they had a huge falling out in the law courts not long ago. Yeah. I think Gordian, I think mums were involved. I think he insulted his mother. Your mum has a big nose. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Your your mum has a big nose. That was how it went during the court case. Oh, dear. Things got out of hand. The mothers were brought out to actually Oh, they measured. They measured. It turned out, no, they both don't actually have big noses at all. They both had bizarrely small noses. Yeah. The irony was lost on them. They just fell out anyway. So that mm-hmm. happens. Capellianus, upon hearing the news that his enemy of old had been declared emperor, was outraged. He was even more annoyed when a man turned up not long afterwards. This man said, Hi, I'm your replacement by orders of Gordianus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about this. <laughs> Capilianus pulls all his troops together yep. and marches straight towards Carthage. This isn't going to end well, is it? And I will quote. They marched towards Carthage at the head of a huge army of young, vigorous men, equipped with every type of weapon and trained for <laughs> battle by military experience gained in fighting the barbarians. Every weapon, like swords and spears. Swords, spears... Those, like, nutchuck things. Numchucks. Yes. Oh, kendo Not sticks. things. Nutcrackers, though. Use oh, them. Yeah. Canes. They Slippers. can be vicious. Slippers. You get one in your eye, it hurts. Yeah, you can. Paper. Oh, paper pa- cuts. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that was awful. You Lemon. name it. They had Lemons. it. Banana so, skins. Yes. So, huge arsenal of variety of weapons. <laughs> Gordian, one, hears of this and hastily attempts to recruit men. And he put his son in charge of the training. (laughs) Didn't have much time for training, however. Gordian I watches his son march off with a group of enthusiastic, but in no way (laughs) trained men. (laughs) Few the farmers with their hose out. Yeah. And then just waited for the news. Oh, so he just sent, right, you... He's too old to kill himself. He's too worried about his quickly developing movements. Yeah. Yeah. So he gives his son one last hug. Yes. So, you don't need to hug me that much. It'll be fine. A single tear going on his cheek. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll see you later then. Well, look, we've got Roger here. Roger, you mm. trained well. Yeah. You're holding the, you're holding the bread knife the wrong way. Roger. <laughs> oh, Roger. Has anyone got a towel? <laughs> oh, you, you know what you're saying. No. Oh, you've got to come. You make up a third of the army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so off they go. Yeah. <laughs> On a couple of sheep. <laughs> the battle sheep, though. Yeah, I suppose that's that. Yeah, they've been, sh- right. they've been shorn. G- Gordian spends a, a worrisome evening wondering about his son. Well, he's not wondering at all. He knows exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> News finally does arrive. It's not good. <laughs> it's not. His son, and I hesitate to call his army... <laughs> were utterly massacred. Gordian I removed the cord of his dressing gown, calmly walked towards his wardrobe, and hung himself. Oh, he didn't hang himself. Oh. Our first ever hanging. It's not very Roman hanging. You usually think of being stabbing yourself in ancient times, but there you go. I think he hasn't got the strength to stab himself. Yeah, I can jump true. off something. I can fall off a chair. Eh? I could jump off something, but that means going up the stairs with oh. my back. Let me go to the toilet first. Yes, so there we go. Right, that's Gordian 1. Yep. Shall we rate him? Okay. <laughs> okay. Fightius Maximus. Good. Um, um is literally what I've put in my notes, look. Yeah, it says um, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Uh, no. No, there's nothing, is Zero. there? That, that was his good. His bad is he lost. Yeah. <laughs> He did. He definitely did. Yeah. Zero. That's zero. Fightius Maximus. Okay. Yeah. Next. Approvium crazium. This really is scraping the bottom of the barrel here. And I quote. <laughs> he talked to himself. <laughs> he was sparing in the use of wine. Very sparing in the use of food. That's madness. His dress was elegant. He was fond of bathing. Indeed, during the summer, he would bathe four or five times a day. And in the winter, twice. 
His love of sleep was enormous. He would doze off even at the table if he was dining with friends and without any embarrassment. This he seemed to do at nature's bidding and not because of intoxication or wantonness. So he was just, oh, what's that word when you, you can't help but fall asleep? Tired. That's a word, I can't remember what it is. It's when you, you just literally fall asleep. Oh, the condition? Yeah. Uh, oh. I can't remember what it's called. Never mind, he's that. Begin with a P. I think it might be an E. Again, write in. No one wrote in to tell me when whiskey started. No, I didn't get any any postcards. No, I'm nothing so more. sad. I check the post every morning. Yeah. And there's and I never to tell us rank him office, and there's nothing there. Yes. Oh, so sad. Right. Um, I don't know whether that bad or good. Um, it's just a quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He just lived a life. Really, he was quite chilled out. He put on some games. Everyone seemed to like him. Didn't drink too much. Didn't drink too much. Didn't eat too much. Seems quite sane. Like to nap. But at the same time, he's not like, oh, Marcus Aurelius, I'm really going to put lots of thought into making the Empire good because I'm so sane. Well, he didn't it's very do... neutral, isn't it? He didn't it's... do anything. Didn't he's do not anything. crazy, is he? No, he's not. Zero. Successes Ultimus. Not doing well so far. Not, not doing great. No. Successes Ultimus. <laughs> Right, as a politician, he was very good. He was held in very high esteem by all. Emperors, the Senate, the people. That's it, isn't it? Bad. He was utterly useless as an emperor. But you could argue that it's not really his fault. He didn't want to be the emperor. He was told he was the emperor, and then someone came along and wiped out his not-really army. Well, he hasn't made the, the emperor empire worse, has he? No, exactly. So we can't give him zero? No. Or anything like that. So it's got he just the, the it still ticks along. In fact, if we hadn't done this episode, I doubt we'd made much difference. No, possibly. So, but I don't even want to give him high enough as five because no, yeah, two, three, three. Go on then. I'll Between take us. three as well. Also six. Oh. Yeah, let's go for that. Let's right. go for that. Six for success as Ultimus. Image of face. Oh, actually, got a quote. First Ooh. time in a while. In height, he was characteristically Roman. He was becoming grey with an impressive face, more ruddy than fair. His face was fairly broad, his eyes, his countenance, and his brow such as to command respect. His body was somewhat stocky. In character he was temperate and restrained. There is nothing you can say that he ever did passionately, immoderately, or excessively. And I'll also say, the elder Gordian resembled the face of Augustus perfectly. He seemed indeed to have his very voice and mannerisms. How they knew this, I have literally no idea. How do they know what Augustus sounded like? Uh, but yeah, what are you going for then? I've changed it. I had a really broad chin last time, but I've gone for the more Augustus-y yeah. looking one. Okay, got two busts yeah. one, <laughs> and one coin. One bust, we are not sure whether it's him, and if okay. it is him, it's when he was younger. Then we've got one when he was older, and then we've got the coin. Are you okay. ready? Here I'm ready. Oh my goodness! Um, so the the first oh my that's ugh um, <laughs> that's obviously dirty. Um, the first one yeah, he looks a bit younger. He's got kind of short hair and a beard. He looks kind of almost classical. Yeah. If we go back to you know old Augustus time in that sense, but he has got a beard, very trimmed, creases. Very neat. The other one looks a lot older. That's it looks like old his man. face is melting. It does. Whether that is just the stone being corroded or. His face actually looked like it was melting. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the second one definitely looks like how I'd imagine him. I think we've got to judge mainly on the second yeah. one because that's how he would have looked when he was emperor. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good, is no. it? <laughs> it's horrifying. Yeah. And then we've got the coin there, which is uh, looks yeah. a bit more like the younger version of him, doesn't it? 
Yeah, but it's going to be glorified, isn't it? It's can't be looking too. Yeah. Long, so it looks strong. I um, don't know. That might be a coin of him being the console. It might be on there because he was a console okay. for the year. Right. I doubt he would have had time to make coins when he was the emperor. Doesn't last long then. <laughs> Doesn't last long. But maybe he did. Maybe that's literally the first thing that he did. You're the mm. emperor. Let's make a coin. Um, um, he looks all right. I'm going to give him two. Yeah, I'm, I'm not impressed. So that's four divided by four. That is one for Imagofacius. Tempo Completo. Got him. What do you think? What if he's got um, Tempo Completo? Yeah. Um, a couple of months. There is some debate on this. Oh, okay. But I'm going to go with the one that is most commonly cited. Okay. March 22nd, 238, till the 12th of April, 238. That is approximately 21 days. Oh, dear. It's not good. That's not good at all. It's not good. Let's work out what that is on our spreadsheet. (laughs) So that is, through our spreadsheet, 0.01. That is our shortest reign. Unless we come across something I don't know about, that is the shortest reign we ever have. But it's going to be matched by his... As well, won't it? Apart from, because <laughs> who dies first? Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, yeah. So um, we've not technically had our shortest reign yet. No, but we will do soon. So, <laughs> oh, I don't believe it. He has not actually come last. I thought this was a surefire last. No. He has beaten Getter because oh, Getter got four point one one, and Gordian gets seven point zero one. Because we scored Getter lower because he had more time to have impact on the Empire, but he didn't. He was busy fighting. He was awful. Yeah. And he only got his points for being slightly crazy. So, because Gordian wasn't crazy and seemed to try and write on the Emperor in the Mm. very short time he had, he gets some points. So, well done to Gordian 1 for not being the worst Emperor so far, according to our scores. I'm impressed. Right. Let's see if he's got it, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Do they have a certain genesis? Okay. <laughs> I almost want to because it's so short. Yeah, it's memorable because it's so short. This was one of the benchmarks when I was thinking in my head when we first started this. Yeah. When we first started, I was thinking, how should we do Tempo Completo? Um, I know the Gordians are coming up at some point. Hmm. So they're, they're, they were always there. They've always been in my head. The Gordians are going to be, how are we going to do it? It's going to be a short episode. Should we yeah. do two in one day? So um, it is memorable. Yeah. Has he got Jenny Cesar? No. He's really not. Has no, he, he hasn't no. at all. Um, so sorry, you're off to the lions, Gordian. Yeah, he is off you can to the lions. Your, you can take your hanged body and... Okay. Okay, well, there we go. Well done for Gordian for not being last, though, in our yeah, rating systems. True, I'm yeah. impressed with that. So that is it for Gordian 1. But stay tuned. Yeah. Or just let the podcast player carry on playing the podcast. Because we also have released this week his son, Gordian 2. Gordian 2. Goodbye. Goodbye. on high beyond definition kick and drum
symbol, click, clack, and a word. Rise, risen, on high, beyond, definition, beyond, words, and a word, like freedom, crashing, a thousand worlds, speaking, the unspeakable word, like justice, from routine, and chains of structure, like freedom, on high drum, ampersand, click, clack, jazz. Oh, I don't go to you, I thought that was really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs>